This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 343 of the Stable Scoop Radio Show. Dudes at Liberty. Please support our sponsors as they make this show possible. Our sponsors this week are Equisketch and Buy Me to Dewormers. Welcome to the Stable Scoop, with weekly shows delivered right to you. With Helena and Glenn the Geek, live from the Stable, it's every week. They'll bring you the news through hell, hot water, while using their tails as their own fly swatters. Sit on down and laugh till your poop Cause it's time again for Stable Scoop Stable Scoop Stable Scoop Stable Scoop This is Glenda Geek And this is Helena B And you're listening to the Stable Scoop Radio Show On the Horse Radio Network Well howdy Helena Howdy, Glenn. How are you? Good. I'm thinking ahead for you now. I'm thinking of warm weather, pine trees, and mountain riding. Uh, I'm trying to get everybody out of the funk that you're in up there with the snow melting and now going into mud season. And we're going to have a guest on today talking about dude ranches and how to find one and how to go on the trip this summer. I know. I'm ready to go anywhere but New England right now. Somewhere where it's green and there's no mud and there's... Did you see that picture I put up on Stable Scoop's Facebook page this morning? Yes. Isn't that just delicious? (laughs) That's just wonderful. That's what we riders think about. That's what we dream about yes. in the winter. She posted a picture of an absolutely beautiful riding ring with no snow. With pine trees, <laughs> pine trees and green, green grass and rolling hills. You know, it's like for people who ski, they, they, they love that fresh tracks to make fresh tracks, you know, either the first run of the day or right after the grooming machines go by. This is, this is a ring that's just been freshly dragged in the summer. Poor thing. Just dreaming away. But you're getting warmer and everything will melt soon and then you'll forget all about the winter of 2015. Yeah. You know what I'm doing to get myself out of the winter doldrums? What? Drinking? Trailer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm done with drinking. You can't, I'm trailer shopping. Oh, look at you. You need a truck first. We have one. Buck has one. Oh, okay. Well, then you're going, yeah. then go trailer shopping. Yeah, Have you right? narrowed it down to specific models, brands? Um, yeah, the ones that I can afford. Yeah, that's right. That's usually what it is. <laughs> Are you looking new or used? Used. Um, yeah. Well, kind of used-ish, newish. Um, I don't know. I found one online. It's a Twilight trailer. Twilight. It's called. Yeah, Twilight. You Luminum can only trailer. drive it at night. Could I drive it? I said you can only drive it at night. It's a Twilight trailer. And it sparkles. Um, (laughs) No, I'm looking for, like, I have very specific but simple requirements. A two-horse, slant-load, stock trailer with space in the front. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't have to be a dressing room. Just space to put crap. Yeah, like, I, I I don't need, like, a saddle rack system in there or anything, you know. I just, it's uh, gotta be simple but sturdy it's too bad you don't live down here because we got about 12 trailer dealers in the in within 10 miles of our house and they all have a ton of used trailers in right now uh 
So it's it's much easier when you live in an area like ours to come across one. But Craigslist is your friend. Just don't get any of the ones we highlight on Fridays on the show. I tell you, some of them look pretty good, you know, for the price. No, I don't want to take I'd rather go bare bones, like super frugal, but newer. Like the one mm-hmm. I'm looking at is the t- only two years old. Good tires, good brakes, and the wiring still works. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And, 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 oh, there's a floor. <laughs> And there's a floor, and I, I do prefer the slant loads. I love them. Yeah, um, Jennifer likes the, uh, she does like the open ones, too. She likes them to be able to stand, you know, at their own slant. At uh, their own slant, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think they have a lot more freedom. They're more comfortable. And it's a step-up. The one I'm looking at is a step-up. So, you know, I don't, it's, ramps are nice, but, hey. <laughs> We've had both, and there are positives and negatives to both, that's for sure. Uh, you know, we've done both. And you've done with Jennifer, you did the most horrible ramp of all time on that old box truck thing that used to drive. We survived Mount Everest. That thing was at a 45 degree angle and at least 10 feet off the ground and they had to get the horses to walk under. And it was one of those box, uh, the, what did it was a van. It? a van. It was a van. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> old, old horse van. Oh, my God, was it? And it was like you could get it to start, but you couldn't keep it running. <laughs> <laughs> and to get the horses in it, they literally were walking up a mountain to get into this thing. We had to put all kinds of stuff on the ramp. like And, and still, the horses would take two steps. They would get one, two feet, sometimes not even two, just one hoof. On that ramp, and they would jump the rest I of mean, the way. I mean, the humans couldn't even walk up. <laughs> it so, so we, I literally would be taking, like, I remember Henry, the pony. He's like, I'm not doing this. This is, could be easy work for me. But I would get him, you know, you'd lead him two steps down the ramp, and then I would jump off the side so he didn't jump on me, you know, or <laughs> jump over me. But they all did it. They all took two steps and then jumped Left. the rest of the way like it was a ditch. <laughs> Holy crap. That was dangerous. That was a dangerous truck. <laughs> I know. So a little step up for me is Yeah, nice. nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be easy. Well, good luck in your trailer hunting. Thank hey, you. I do have an announcement to make before we get to our first guest. And our first guest is one of our listeners doing a book review for us, one of our great auditors. And uh, But before we do that, I do have to mention that uh, Dr. Wendy and I from the Driving Radio Show, and me it should be, from the Driving Radio Show, are privileged to have been asked to do the commentary for the Live Oak International Driving Competition for the USEF Network. So the USEF Network is offering a free streaming feed out to everybody on the on their website and they do good coverage they have a ton of cameras and it's all in high def you could even play it on your tv set and that is the 21st and 22nd of the month uh, next weekend a week from uh, this weekend or the 21st we'll be doing marathon at live oak now live oak international is the biggest uh, highest rated driving competition in the United States. And it's uh, about four miles from my house at Chester Weber's farm called Live Oak here. They have 1,400 acres and they have some of the most difficult and fun of the obstacles that the drivers will be going through. So Wendy and I will be providing the voiceover coverage of the live stream going out by the uh, the United States Equestrian Federation, and that's at usefnetwork.com. You'll find it there. But we'll be doing both days, Marathon Day, which you do not want to miss. If you've never seen Marathon with carriages going through those obstacles at 90 miles an hour, t- turning over, crashing, banging, you've got to watch it. It's one of the most exciting things you ever see in horse sport. And then on Sunday, it's a little tamer. We're actually 
actually doing the commentary for the final day of competition, which is cones. They have to go through a cones course, and that's just what it sounds. It's the orange cones on the ground with tennis balls on top, and there's a course they have to go through, uh, and that's for speed, whoever goes through it the fastest. So we'll be providing the narration for that as well. So I just wanted to mention that. Yeah, so it's going to be a lot of fun. I don't know anything. Wendy will be providing the narration. I'm going to be sitting there saying, oh, what a nice outfit. You know, so that, that'll be my extent of my <laughs> contribution. Wendy actually knows everybody and has done all this stuff. So Wendy will be doing the good stuff. I'll be just sitting there having fun. So that's coming up in a week. USEF Network will post, uh, we'll post on our Facebook pages, too, as a reminder, so you can find it. Okay. Just wanted to awesome. mention that. Yep. So it should be a good time. Well, let's go to our first guest. We have Happy Barbie on with us. That's right. We call her Happy Barbie because that's exactly what she is. And, you know, she is Happy Barbie and she's from New Jersey. Who would have thought? So, Happy Barbie. We have a ton of listeners in New Jersey. I just defended. Um, but they're kind of used to it. So, Happy Barbie's coming on. She's an auditor of ours and she's doing a book review of Jonathan Fields' The Art of Liberty. Well, hi, Happy Barbie. How are you? <laughs> I'm up here in sunny New Jersey. Yay! Yay! Good for you. Is the snow melted? No. No. <laughs> I have seen a blade of grass, though. I did see a blade of grass. I took a picture of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Helena, you, you got one up on Helena. She hasn't She hasn't found oh. grass yet. So. No, just a small patch somewhere. <laughs> Over the septic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I didn't want to say it, but you got it. Thank you. <laughs> so funny. Well, Barbie is an auditor of ours, and as everybody knows, our auditors get a, a special privilege of getting the books that we get in for review and actually reviewing them for us. And Barbie got the Art of Liberty Training, Attain New Levels of Leadership, Unity, Feel, Engagement, and Purpose by Jonathan Field, who is one of our favorite guests we've ever had on the show. So I was really interested to see how you made out with this book. And you took it one step further and actually tried some of the stuff on Liberty Training, right? Oh, yeah, it was fabulous. Well, the reason why I begged to be chosen for this book is because of the Kim Baker show. Um, my ho- I had her speak to my horses. Yep. And I, one horse I got, I got him as a baby, and I always refer to him as Lord Gaston. Well, just a tip, guys, don't do that, because now he feels he is Lord Gaston. <laughs> So he sees, so he says he doesn't see the point of riding. He doesn't get it. It doesn't hurt him. It's not painful. He just doesn't get it. You know? So I said, Glenn, please pick me for the book. I want to see if we could do something. So it was awesome. Thank you for the pick. It was awesome. Kim is mm. great, and the book is, was fantastic. Well, tell us what, what you accomplished with the book. Uh, well, basically it's great because I don't think I've ever read a horse book where the person says, have fun. You know, usually it's do this, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. Yeah. And he says, look, like in so many pages, he says, have fun. Be there. Be with your horse. Be present with your horse. Um, in all the pictures, he's smiling. He's having fun. It's great because he has about um, six or seven horses of his own that he uses in the photos of the book. And there's little bios on the horses. You see his children in the book. It's 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 like um, it's just a whole different side of horses where you just um, I guess it's a liberty side as opposed to a training side. And although liberty is a form of training, it's just um, it's not it's not light the way you think of it. 
it's um, connection and communication and uh, being present. He speaks about. Um, did you? I could read you. Did you? Did you? With your horse, did you come away feeling that you accomplished something? Uh, definitely, yeah, yeah. It was it was fantastic. Um, I mean, I, I like spending time with them anyway, but it took away the whole agenda. You know how, like, you say, okay, you you, you read the book and you're supposed to do this, this, and this, or you watch the video. And it just took all that away, and it was okay if the horse just wanted to spend time with you. It was okay. Like, it, I just felt okay. Like, it was... Anything was okay, and yeah, and then it's, as soon as you let that agenda go, it's almost like then you can't get rid of them. <laughs> you know, so it, yeah, like they were like, once I started, you know, it, it wasn't a big deal if he if he did move his butt or he didn't move his butt. He's like, oh, you want me to move my butt? Oh, so I can do that. I can do that. Want me to do this too? So, That's a yeah, really was, interesting thing that once you stop expecting them to do something, they suddenly do whatever you want them to do, or the thing, the thing that you. You wanted yeah, them to do in the first place. Often we say, okay, you know, I'm going to pick the kids up at 4.30, and then you got, so you have, you know, 15 minutes. You're going to brush and, you know, and then so the horse feels that. And same as if you were with another human, you would feel that agenda too, you know. And as soon as you just say, oh, i got 15 minutes, and the horse is like, all right, what do you want to do? And then you want to do stuff. It's it's great, you know. I mean, they come up to the – I would hop on them – he says, don't do this, but I would hop up on them bareback on the mounting block and they'd just come over and, you know, I mean, we just laughed and, but it's, 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 but it also, in a sense, is very serious too. Um, you know, obviously he doesn't want you to get hurt. Um, you do have to start out online, um, because if you, if you just try to do this liberty thing and the horse wants that they can leave, they're just going to leave. And if you hear the noise in the background, that's the nibble that, I'm sorry, I'm in the barn, but, um. But yes, there was there was just a little one or two sentences here. Um, when you do liberty right, you become one with the herd. He writes, and not only do you develop an amazing connection with your horse, but it's one of the most fun things that you'll ever do. Um, uh, the horsemanship journey doesn't end with liberty right field. It's just the beginning of connection. So basically, it's like it, it changes the way you feel too. It's just being present with your horse. Hmm. Hmm. And was it? Did you th- find the book laid out in a in a good way so that you could follow along and then do the things he said? Yes. Yeah. The one thing that was a little tricky, and he said, just keep working on it. You know, um, a lot of times horses are a little heavy on the forehand, and he asks you to you know move the forehand over, and it doesn't describe it exactly. So he says, just keep working with it. You know. So, and it's so true because so many people, you know, we can all come to the come to the number five in so many different ways. You could say one plus four. You could say six minus one. So we can all move the front end in a different way. So there's not no certain rule. Like some, you know, it lets you. It takes the rules out of the game. You know, he's, but he does describe it. But some things, like he just said, I keep playing with it, and you do, and then eventually you keep playing with it, and and it happens. Hmm. So by relaxing the rules, and, you you feel yeah, more freedom yeah. and comfort. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, I mean, it's just a foundation. You know, it's a foundation for any any horse. I think of it. Um, you know, Jamie with her new Mustang Thor. You know, she said she's just sitting and spending time with them. And sometimes, you know, like, what's, what friend do you want to hang out with? That every time you hang out, they got some kind of agenda. Mm-hmm. Right? You're right. You know, like, you and know, we've like all had Jen, those friends. That's a good point. Like, you and Jennifer, I mean, you spend time together. Sometimes you just sit and watch movies. So why do we always have to have something to do with our, you know, somewhere to get something to do? So it's huh. just, yeah, it's sort of just... 
it brings the lightness into the relationship, and then it just takes everything to a new level. It's it's, it's awesome. It's you know, and and you can still ride at Liberty, you know, so eventually, and you can ride with her her at Liberty. It's an offense. Also, like some of the things he has around tents, he might be intimidated by that. But I did it without around tents, so that um, it still works, you know. Hmm. Well, very good. I'm glad to hear that because Jonathan, as I said, was one of our favorite guests, and we like Jonathan. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, and, and then, now and I know why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of the, yeah, and, and then I did. I ended up getting his DVDs, um, and he's even. It's even more uh, exciting in the DVDs because his his whole personality comes out, and he's just fabulous. So, definitely DVD series Liberty recommended. But I didn't want to cheat too much to it. So I didn't want to like <laughs> watch the DVDs and then not absorb the book, you know, kind of cheat. So I didn't, I didn't watch the DVDs yet, but I watched a little bit. You know, all right, so uh, out of uh, six flakes in a bale, what would you give it? Six. Oh, well, six. there we go. We got a six, six flake. Awesome. And, and I don't know if you got my email, but I wanted to pass it on. I, I, I read the book. I, I would run share it with someone. So if you have the next person in line that was one of the auditors that didn't get chosen to, to review the book, I would like to pass it on. So if you send me an address... Okay. I'll pass on. I also got the dog um, video. Remember last week or so you talked about the dogs in jail? Yes. And I'll, if you give me another address, I'll send that out to somebody, too, because I got that book, that DVD. Okay. Very good. Well, and uh, I'll, uh, we'll put that in the next newsletter out to the auditors. So if one of them oh. wants to, uh, to get it next, that would be terrific. We got our own little book sharing club here. Well, yeah. Jonathan, good job in uh, writing the book. Well, I'll let him know also uh, that you, you gave it six flakes. I'm sure he'll be happy to hear yeah. that. Thank you, Happy Barbie from New Jersey. We appreciate it, and we hope that over the next couple of weeks you see grass. <laughs> yeah, so that's more wonderful. So I was supposed to do something on Sunday with some paint paint association, not that kind of you know, horse paint, not paint paint. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks, Happy Barbie. Appreciate it. Thanks, Bye. 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 Thank you. We all know the importance of deworming our horses, and Dr. Ellefson of Biomedia Equine is helping us make sure we are doing it right. Listen for his four-part series the first week of every month on this very show. I just wanted to remind everyone, if you are due for deworming, why not save a few bucks on the popular Biomedia line of wormers, including Equimax, Bimectin, Exodus, Exodus Multidose, and Equal. You can find coupons and special offers at buymediaequine.com, including a variety of rebate offers from cash to free ivermectin. You can also get up to $2 a dose back for Equimax. And while you're at Buy Media Equine, get your free horse health record keeper, and you can just download it there. Plus, learn a bunch about parasites and deworming at Buy Media. That's B I M E D A Equine.com. We at the Horse Radio Network all use Buy Media dewormers because we want the best for our horses, and we know you want the best for yours too. Buy Media Equine.com and tell them the Horse Radio Network sent you. Up next, we have Colleen Hodson from the Dude Ranchers Association, www.duderanch.org. Colleen has crap. What's her position? Just she's from. Um, It doesn't matter. I can just say. I don't know, actually. So just say she's from there. Yeah. Okay. Three, two, one. One. Up next, we have Colleen Hudson. Crap, it's Hudson. <laughs> Colleen Hudson, that's backwards. Okay, take 917. 
Up next, we have Colleen Hodson from the Dude Ranchers Association. You can find them online at duderanch.org. And Colleen's going to talk to us about the organization that she works with that helps folks find the right Dude Ranch vacation for them. This thing is, this, this, her organization is just awesome. Hi, Colleen. Welcome to the show. Hey, how you doing? Good to, good to be here. Now, what state are you in, Colleen? Um, our headquarters is in Cody, Wyoming. I'm physically right now in Phoenix, Arizona. Oh, pfft. <laughs> oh, pfft. 100-degrees, <laughs> sunny. Right up oh, the yeah. road from Jamie. Yeah, that's right. So you're right, not... Right, well, well, terrific. Well, let's talk a little bit about the Dude Ranchers Association. Uh, first of all, what is it? Okay, well, we're an association that... We're a trade association that represents um, over 100 dude ranches west of the Mississippi and in Canada. And when you say represents, you know, I, I think everybody has an idea of what associations do. What do you do for right. the ranches? What we do for the, I mean, one of the big things we do for the ranchers is, you know, we market the industry as a whole. But what we do for the consumer, for the person who's looking to go to dude ranches, we are kind of like the good housekeeping seal of approval. <laughs> um, members in our association, it's not a pay-to-play game. They have to qualify. They have to be inspected over and over and, um, you know, just to assure that the quality is where it needs to be. Okay. So you're making sure that my experience as a customer is, is what, I, what I expect and what, what I should get. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Wow. And now... We wanted to talk to you about one. If what we wanted to concentrate on today was somebody that's new. I mean, Helena, have you ever been to Dude Ranch? No, I've been lusting after Dude Ranches forever. Um, so this is a really good resource for me. Yeah, and and, and me too. And uh, Jamie has been our uh, co-host of our morning show. Has been to a couple Dude Ranches, but I venture to say that probably ninety percent of our people haven't, and yet they're horseback riders. So you know, we all we all like horses. So let's talk a little bit about the different types of dude ranches. From your website, I saw that there were three different types. Yeah, we do categorize them in three different types. We categorize them in a working dude ranch where there'll be, at a working ranch, you're going to do a little more um, riding, depending on what needs to be done on the ranch that day as far as the cattle work goes, if you need to be doctoring, if you need to be gathering. So a working ranch for someone who's a real, who's a, a rider and wants to spend a lot of time in the saddle that would be the perfect choice for them. Um, because you can, with the working ranch, you can either have a high-end resort working ranch or you can have the kind of a down and dirty, you know, ranch that takes eight people. And so you really become part of the cowboy crew on the ranch. So you can we get a, Billy Crystal, uh, <laughs> City Slickers, uh, yeah, on up. A little up. bit. <laughs> uh, yep, a little bit like that, on up. Maybe without the people dying on the way. I mean, maybe the, right. yeah, we, yeah, that. That'd be yeah. good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I don't, there's not a lot of curlies out there, so. Um, good. I'm not sure. <laughs> Helena doesn't want to ride with Curly for some reason. I'm not yeah. sure why. I don't know. It could be fun. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's happier on horseback. But one of the things that, um, that the, your website at least offers to people like me and Glenn is a way to, like, there's so many different dupe branches, and I would imagine that there are so many different types of experiences you could have that you can search for the kind of activity that you're looking for. So if you want to do like yoga on horseback near the Colorado river, like you can look for something like that. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's yeah. Um, because we know dude ranchers, especially because a lot of people have not ever been on a dude ranch. They don't really know what to expect. 
Um, and, and we want to make sure they get to the right place, you know, because there's, you know, over 100 ranches in our association. And, you know, after you do all your research and you um, zone in on several different, you know, you're still looking at 20, 25 ranches. Um, so we so we try and make it as easy as we can because, like I said, we really want the guests to have the best experience. So we don't want we don't want to you know if someone wants to go to Resort Dude Ranch, which with all the high end amenities and and all of that, we don't want them to end up at a working ranch where they're not going to have any of that because that you know they're just not going to be happy there. So yeah. what, the resource the website is a great resource, but also it's a great resource to call me personally. I've been to every ranch and that's part of what I do on a daily. Oh, there's a tough job. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. I have the best job in the world, but, um, so I'm also a good, you know, the office is a great resource as well. If you get a little bogged down in the website. I, so what, I guess the things I have to look at, you know, I, I mean me as the uh, proverbial everybody me, the things I have to look at are I got a family or, you know, in this case it would be just my wife and I. Uh, mm-hmm. We want some comforts because we don't like to camp a lot. And those are the kinds of things that I look at first and then start whittling away at it. Yeah, I mean, for me, especially if you're someone from back east, one of the big things to look at is location. You know, where you want to be, do you want to be in Montana, Wyoming? Because sometimes flights can be a little tricky. Um, and, and they can be, you know, they can add on to the cost quite a bit. So for me, I would look for where you kind of want to be and then kind of what you want to do. Do you, you know, what kind of riding do you want? Do you want to work livestock? Do you want to do pack trips? Um, do you want to do more of the horse training? Um, you know, we have ranches that are all about Pirelli training and, and that sort of thing. So it's just to kind of sit down and figure out what you want out of your vacation. And then we can go ahead and find a ranch that will fit exactly to what you're looking for. And I think right now Helene has gotten quiet. And that usually means that she's trying to pick a ranch at this point. That's what that means. <laughs> I, well, at first I was like, well, how, look at all the things that you could do. Like, you could play billiards like that to, you know, so I'm starting to dream up. I'm looking off in the distance. Like I would love to go for this long ride. I would like to do a little working work, like real work. Um, right. you know, I would, uh, not too much work. I was just going to say, <laughs> just, <laughs> just, gonna, just some, a little work. <laughs> enough, just right. enough to keep it real. Just enough to keep it real. You know, eat well, maybe have an early morning yoga thing and then play some billiards and, you know, have a couple of cocktails at night. Like, I don't, to me, that's perfect. <laughs> right, right. I mean, I tell you, when, you know, because I'm a horse owner, too, and we, we, you know, I grew up riding horses. My kids are rodeo guys. and But the first time I went to Dude Ranch, and you go, you go on a, you know, five-hour ride, and when you get back to the barn, you get off your horse and hand the reins to the wrangler, and they hand you a margarita. I was like, holy cow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> that's wow. I that's I didn't that's Helena's I, dream right there. <laughs> it wasn't know, my it dream was until she just said it. Like <laughs> I, would, I would never in a million years think to get off my horse and hand the reins to somebody else. You know, it's just like so ingrained in you. And then I was like, well, I really wouldn't want to do that. And then you come out with it just the way you did, and suddenly I yeah. want to do it. Yeah, and I, was the same way. I didn't. I thought. I thought. Well, I can sell my own horse and sell. You know, I can do all my tack up and stuff. You know, but I tell you, it was pretty nice. <laughs> <laughs> 
Now, see, I'm a driver, and I'm not much of a rider. And it, on my bucket list is I want to go to a dude ranch sometime that actually has a chuck wagon, and I want to help the cook. I want to do that side of the thing because I love to cook, and I've always wanted to do that. And so I, I, don't, I have to keep looking. I'm going to find one, though. Maybe you can help me find one. I can do that. Absolutely. I mean, that's one of the, uh, you know, one of the key components. Most of our ranches, they'll do, you know, a breakfast ride, they'll do a lunch ride, or maybe even an evening wine and cheese tasting ride. Um, so, yeah, so you get out on the trail and the chuck wagon set up up there, and they'll be happy to have your help, I'm sure of it. Yeah, see, that would be fun. Now, I would enjoy yeah. that. Uh, I, I would was, do that too. Buck would go with you. <clears throat> yeah, I always wanted to drive a chuck wagon. I, you know, I've yeah, always wanted to own that. one too. But uh, you guys would go off cheap. and never come back. <laughs> That's what would happen. We'd we'd be we'd eat good, but you guys wouldn't. Right. <laughs> so how do people? This is totally off the subject. Well, kind of off the subject because this is how my brain goes. But how do you find that English riders adjust to um, the ranch riding? You know, do you get, do you ever get like experienced show riders or eventers or hunter jumper riders and you put them in that, you know, Western tack and they just don't know what to do? Or do you find that it's a pretty smooth transition? Yeah, no, it is a pretty smooth transition. I think it's easier for the uh, English rider to come to the Western style than vice versa. Okay. Um, so we have a lot of European guests that come over and, you know, and that's basically how they ride over there. And the transition is fairly easy. And really, once they get to sit in one of our comfortable Western saddles, they're like, yay! Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> but do yeah, so the, yeah. I don't have to do so anything? Oh, okay. The transition is pretty easy. And, 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 you know, that's what our wranglers are there for at these ranches. I mean, they, these guys, you know, they're not only horse people, but they're instructors, they're teachers. Um, so they, they really bring you along. I no guess you have to be. Skill level, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I, I don't mean to imply that riding Western does not take any effort at all. That's, no, I, I mean, yeah. a lot of times, a lot of times the effort is in just getting ourselves out of the way so that your right. horse can move unhindered. Um, so it's great for any age, families, single people, like there's pretty much something for everybody, right? There is. I mean, dude ranchers are basically for a family, um, a family destination vacation because it just gives you such an opportunity to get out in the woods, get out in nature. The kids can be kids. They can run around the ranch. They, you know, they're not, someone doesn't have to be watching them every minute of the day. Um, they'll be in kids programs. You know, you can kind of, we always call it kind of an, an, um, an unplug and replug type of vacation because they unplug from all their gadgets that, you know, we all have to have now. Yep. And uh, go out and do some fun things in the evening. They sit around and talk about what happened to to them that day. Things that they just could not imagine. There's no waiting in lines like if you're at Disneyland. You're not on a ship with four or five thousand people. I mean, it's it really is a vacation that's perfect for families. But we also realize that sometimes mom and dad like to kind of get away on their own. So in the shoulder seasons, our ranchers are kind of set up. You know, where it might be an adult only week. Or it may be a girl, a cowgirl only week. So there's there's an opportunity for. Can I go to cowgirl only week? That sounds uh, good. No, I sound no. Not. Damn. <laughs> it sounded fun to me. Um, so there's something for everybody. You she's, bet. She's too quick. Uh, <laughs> I can't get anything over on her. I hey, know. I thought that was. So now tell us. Are there a couple? You. I mean. 
you've seen these all. There must be a couple that really stand out as having truly unique experiences that uh, you won't find almost anywhere else. Is there anything that stands out to you that way? Um, you know, I am a girl that likes the smaller setting. Um, you know, I mean, not that I don't like sitting at the big resort dude mansions, you know, getting a facial and, and, and riding in the morning and doing yoga in the afternoon. I do love that. Um, but, but I do like the real hands-on experience as far as, you know, actual working ranches where these guys started out as, as working ranches and they've just implemented the dude um, portion, the guest portion, into their actual activity. So I always find those a bit interesting because, you know, you're, you're kind of interacting. It's a smaller ranch. You're interacting with um, some real, you know, cattle hands. Some of them are very, what I want to say, colorful um, so that's kind of the experience I, I, I like. Not that I don't like all of them. And, and the whole writing, I mean, you know, if you have to pick something about the writing, I mean, you know, writing by the Grand T- you know, the National Tetons in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, I mean, it's, it's breathtaking. Writing mm-hmm. underneath the um, Mount Rushmore in South Dakota, I mean, you get a view of, of those guys that most people don't get to see. So there's just so many unique things out there. It just kind of, again, depends on what you're looking for. Hmm. Very good. How, how was that for avoiding that question? No, yeah, you did a great <laughs> job. I knew you would. Now, I do know too. Do you want that, a job in horse radio? <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do know that uh, a lot of them, uh, get like, uh, will do winter stuff too. They're near, uh, they're near cross country, uh, they're near skiing or cross country skiing, and they do snowboarding and things like that too. So th- they're not only for warm summer months, but also for the right. winter time. Right, and one of the funnest things that I've done on a, on a, a winter ranch, it's um, a ranch out of Montana called Lone Mountain. They have the most spectacular sleigh ride. And what you do is you get on this, I mean, the teams are all matched up, the sleighs, it looks just like a movie, like you're coming out of a movie. You get in, you go on this big sleigh ride, and then they take you up to this remote lodge, and you have this most spectacular dinner, and then come back. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just like make-believe, really, the first time I did it. It was so wonderful. Oh, well, that sounds like fun. <laughs> I'm ready. Yeah. You're in the right job. <laughs> yes, you Courtney, are. You're in the right job because I'm like, my mouth is watering. I'm like, I want to book tickets. <laughs> well, speaking yeah. of booking tickets, how does the website work and where, where can people go? Uh, the website is uh, org. You can search your ranches there. Now, you do have to book directly with the ranch. Um, a lot of them have online booking systems, but a lot of them like to talk to you personally just so they can get a feel of who you are and what you're looking for. And, make, and that's another great thing about these guys. After they talk to you and they get a feel for what you're looking for, if they don't think their ranch is what you're looking for, they're going to tell you that and they're going to suggest you go look at a different ranch. And they'll give you names because, again, they want to make sure your vacation is perfect for you. So first thing you do is you start with the the website, narrow it down, have any questions, call the office, and we go from there. That's great. You know, I stumbled across you by accident last week when I was looking to book guests and stuff, and I, I didn't even know you existed. We've talked a, bit, a little bit about uh, dude ranches in the past, and as I said, Jamie, one of my other hosts, has done a couple. She did one last year in Montana, I believe, or Wyoming, one of the two. And uh, But I didn't know you were there as a resource, so that's so wonderful that we came across you. Yeah, I, I think it is too. Thanks for thanks for finding me. Well, and you were you've been around since 1926, so it's not like you've been hiding. So. Yeah, I know we're celebrating our 90th year next year, so it's a that's a pretty big milestone for a trade association. So we're very excited. 
Well, good for you. It's duderanch.org is where you can find it if you're looking to take a trip out west. Now, most of these are west of the Mississippi, from what I can see. They all are west of okay. Mississippi, yep. Is there an organization for the eastern side? There is not. Okay. Um, funny enough, there is not an organization. I know there are, there are some some places that you know do horseback riding. I'm not, I've not been there, so I can't really speak about them, but they call themselves Dude Ranch, and they have horses. So I do know there is some you know, upstate New York in that kind of area. Right, right. Well, very good. Thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. It's uh, duderanch.org. Yeah, no, thank you guys. It was a pleasure. Glenn the Geek here. The life of horse person is hard enough, and we all hate doing the required paperwork, and unfortunately many of us never get around to it, and it just piles up on our desk. That is about to change thanks to the Equisketch Records app for your iPhone or iPad. My wife and I use it to track our horses, and we absolutely love this thing. Equisketch Records is the most thorough and complete equestrian records app on the market today. We love this app because you can track your farrier work, your dental, your Coggins, medicines, worming, and so much more. And you can get reminders on your device when all of these things are due. You'll never forget a worming or shots or farrier visit again. But it not only tracks your horse, you can also manage your horse shows, including individual events. You can manage riders, including lessons and memberships and so much more. And you can sync it between your iPhone and your iPad, and all of this for the price of a couple of cups of coffee from Starbucks. Search for Equisketch Records in the iOS App Store or go to Equisketch.com. That's E-Q-U-I-S-K-E-T-C-H.com. Equisketch.com. This Tack and Habit segment is sponsored by Flirting with the World, a life and style guide for today's feminine spirit and their men. I don't want to leave the guys out because guys are pretty awesome. Flirtingwiththeworld.com. You can go for fashion advice, whether you're a horse person or not, although there's always a horsey slant there. Um, We talk about all kinds of things from what's going on in the world today to what you're wearing on your feet tomorrow. Visit us online at flirtingwiththeworld.com. Today's Tack and Habit segment is a review by me of a product that we've been giving a try. Scooter and I have been using it, my little hackney rescue pony, um, who apparently is still is still loved dearly by the listeners because he got hundreds of likes when I posted his picture the other day wearing his new Cavallo Trek sneakers, I call them, but they're his Cavallo Trek boots, and these are boots that go right over the <laughs> hoof. Um, and, you know, instead of having shoes on your horse, a lot of people have gone to, elected to go barefoot now, and they have to use these boots. And the reason I use boots is because we do drive on the roads a lot, and it would wear his feet down too much. So we tried the boots, and you'll be familiar with these. I'll, I'll, I'll avoid using the name. But the ones with the wires and the little clamp. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, ugh, I hated them. They were awful to put on. They broke on me. I broke every one I bought. 
So it was like, I got to find an alternative to this. So I contacted Cavallo and I ordered some of their boots and I had them sent. And I'll tell you what, I absolutely love these things. We're using the Trek boots on him. They have a couple different kinds. But yeah. one of the reasons I went with Cavallo, too, is they're the only mm-hmm. ones that make uh, the smaller feet. He, he has a size zero. So his feet are tiny. And, and a lot of the other companies don't make small enough boots. So we got them for Beaker, for Jennifer's Quarter Horse, and we got them for my driving pony, and we've been trying them over the last couple of weeks. They're so easy to put on. It takes me about a quarter of the time. Taking them off takes about a quarter of the time, and they fit so well. They really do fit his foot. They don't turn on on his foot. You know, you always worry about that, that as he gets trotting and stuff, especially on the roads, that they're going to turn on him, and they don't. They fit perfectly that way. You can get them in two different types. You can get them rounder or oblonger. I don't know what the word is. I just made a word. Uh, you can get them round or... Cause or horses, oval. Yeah, kind of oval-shaped because is horses' she... feet are different, you know? Yeah. yeah. So w- we got the rounder ones because his feet are kind of round and so are beakers. And boy, I'll tell you what, it has made a world of difference. And their, their tread on them is really good. I mean, it's really thick tread. So on the roads, he doesn't slip at all. And, uh, you know, and, and as a driver, we trot a lot. So... You know, he hasn't slipped at all. I just love these things. I really do. And now, you know, I have only been using them for a couple of weeks. So take that, you know, take that uh, for what it is. I, I cannot vouch for their longevity at this point. Uh, but you just, there's one Velcro that put them on, no clamps. I don't need any extra tools like I did with the other one. You used to have to have a hoof pick just to get the thing open. Uh, and we just haven't had any trouble at all. So I, I really like these so far. I really do. Huh. And what size does he use? Zero. Just a single zero? One zero. <laughs> That's right. That's okay. That's pretty That's... tiny. He's pretty t- <laughs> cute. He looks like you'd hang him from the rearview mirror, actually. Well, uh, they have double aughts. They, they do. They do. And they go up to really big sizes, too. You know, But uh, we needed the little ones. And so many of the boot companies just don't go that little. Uh, and, yeah. But... but he, he looks cute in them, too. I posted a picture on our Facebook page, Go and uh, I'll, I'll, po- I'll make sure it's on Stable Scoop's Facebook page. I'll post that today so that you can see him in his, in his cute little boots. He looks very spiffy, and he's very proud of them. Awesome. And he doesn't even do the boot thingy anymore, you know, where you put the boots on and they go, ah! And he doesn't oh, do yeah, yeah, and they shake their feet yeah, like cats. Yeah, he did that the first <laughs> time, but he's, he's a pretty quick learner. He doesn't do that mm. anymore. So, and he, got, and he successfully yesterday took my mother-in-law for a ride in the cart uh, out in the road. We went around. We came across some people working on the roads with this flamethrower melting the road. And he didn't even look at it. Beaker looked at it a good bit, but uh, he just went right by. So, and the steamroller was there, and he just did terrific. We didn't kill my mother-in-law, and we didn't dump her out of the cart. So there you go. I didn't wow. kill my car. Wow, <laughs> we didn't dump her in the cart. <laughs> I figured that probably wouldn't go well if I was the one that killed mom. So, uh, yeah, it, it did go pretty well. He's being trustworthy now. We can take him out with other people. Good. So, yep. So when you come down, I'll take me. you for a cart ride, and I w- probably won't kill you. Okay. Probably. I, ma- I, made her, I make everybody wear a helmet, though, <laughs> just in case. Just in case. 
case he decides that's to bolt. That's a good idea. Yeah. Protect your noggin. That's right. So that's my review. You can find them at cavallo-inc.com. Cavallo-inc.com. We'll put a link in our show notes as well. Now, you buy these. When you go to order them, though, be aware of one thing. They give you. There are charts on there. Use their charts. Do exactly like they say for measuring the feet, and you will get it right the first time. So just follow the charts, follow the directions, and you'll get it right. They make it very easy. Okay. But the next thing is you're buying them by the piece. So when you buy these boots, if you order one, you're not getting a pair. You're getting one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A lot of, I don't know why they do it that way, but yeah, that, that ha- that's pretty common these days. Well, I guess they figure if, if one breaks or if you lose one or whatever, that you can just yeah. replace one that way. Okay. Um, you know, I think that's the theory. Uh, and also they can make more money. So I think it's both. So, But yeah, definitely Cavallo. I don't know. I like them. I would give them five and a half out of six flakes. And the only wow. reason I'm not giving them the other half is I haven't tried them for a long period of time yet. I'll give them the other half after I've used them for a while. Right. Okay. okay. Fair enough. Well, that's it for this week. We will be back again next week with another fun show for you. We hope you got something out of today's show, especially if you're looking at uh, going on an adventure sometime soon. They have over 100 ranches at duderanch.org. And, and Colleen was serious. If you're looking at going on a trip, call her. Call the organization at their phone number on the website. They'll talk to you and they'll guide you. They know all these places. They've been to them all, which I think is yeah. really cool. Uh, because, you know, it's a big decision. You know, it's not cheap and it's a big decision on where you want to go and you want it to be right, especially for your family if you have kids going along and everything. And you want other you want activities for up. them to do, right? I mean, other than just ride, they need they need to be entertained. So, uh, Right, right. Yeah. Some of us can ride for 99 hours a day. Others, others can't. <laughs> Plus, Although, if your husband's not a rider, he maybe you want to find out if there's a golf nearby or whatever. Something true. for him to do during the fishing or whatever or it is. That fully they, stocked that he bar. Does. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Well, uh, you can find all of our show notes at stablescoop.com. And you also can listen to the show on our app, iOS or Android is the easiest way to listen to the show. Just search for Horse Radio Network in the App Store. It's free and it's easy to use. Just download the Horse Radio Network app and the Stable Scoop is one of the eight shows on the app. You can find Helena at? Actually, you can find me at flirtingwiththeworld.com. Just log on to flirtingwiththeworld.com and click to send me an email. I've been spending most of my time there getting that up and running. My head is buried in layers and layers and layers of spring fashion, which is really kind of fun. So log on to that website and give me a shout. That's it for this week, Helena. That's plenty. There will be more next week. Until then, happy sunshiny scooping. (laughs) 